You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the host of the Weekly Business Hour. Well, welcome to the show today. I've got a special announcement this morning. I want to give a shout out, I think that's what it's called on the radio, to Blythe, Gracie, and Sawyer, three of my granddaughters that spent the last night with us, and they're supposed to be listening this morning, so I had to take it upon myself. Not a business matter, but a fun matter, and we like to have fun when we do business, no doubt about it. Okay, back to the show. First of all, I want to thank uh, Lisa McElroy and Allegra HR. Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R. They're our show sponsors, and I appreciate what they do. They're in the human resource business. They're there for small, medium, large-sized businesses. And my encouragement to my clients and also to my listeners, if you have one or more employees, you probably need some HR assistance or at least someone to help you set up your HR department even if it's just for one employee, you have a folder at least, and I call that a department in business. You need help. You need help to not only hire, but to get the most out of your folks when they're working for you. And oh Lord, if you have to terminate them, that's when you really need to be careful. But I would encourage you reach out to AllegraHR.com. The website's got a lot of information and these folks can help you. I want to remind you as we start the show that we're on Facebook. And I would ask that you like us on Facebook. If you'll go to the weekly business hour page and like us, and then you can set up an alert so that each week on Wednesday, when our podcast is posted, you'll receive an alert that'll tell you it's up. We provide a fairly thorough synopsis. You look at who our guests were, some of the topics, you got an interest, then you can listen to the show. But I would appreciate it. Like us on Facebook, the weekly business hour. Well, we've lined up a wonderful show, I think, today. We've got some very special guests here in the studio. We've got Adam Saylor, Sable, the owner of Redemption Roofing, and he's brought along Matt Cooper as general manager. We're going to talk to these guys about everything roofing and running a small business in the roofing industry, very competitive industry. And then in the expert corner at the bottom of the hour, we've got one of my favorite folks, Mark Miller, Mr. Sales. He's an expert in sales and sales management. And we're going to talk about building that sales team from that first hire of a salespeople. And I will close out today's show with my Silver Fox tip of the week, communications, a key to your business success. So I encourage you, sit back, grab your pad and pencil, and get ready to take notes as we talk about business right here on the weekly business hour. I'm going to start out today as I have the last couple of weeks because I've had some people ask me some questions and obviously I'm not getting my message across very thoroughly. OneBestConsult.com, that's a new business I've started as part of my practice of advising and mentoring small business clients. That's the number one, bestconsult.com. I've taken all the experience that I've gained over 40 plus years of building businesses. I bought or started from scratch and built and sold five separate businesses. Plus I grew up in a family business. I've been a Silver Fox advisor for over 12 years, which has allowed me to mentor and advise a number of small businesses. And I've tried to take that experience and that information, the challenges, success, failures, and put them into a website where you can go as a small business owner and get information that you could use possibly in your business. The Weekly Business Hour Business Program, we attempt to do that as well. So I encourage you, visit our website at one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com, 
And hopefully you'll find a newsletter or some videos, podcasts, something that will help you in your business. So join us at onebestconsult.com. Also, a reminder, if you're listening to the show today and you've got a comment about it, or you've got a business question for one of our guests, or you have just a business question about your own business, you can always email me at rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. I'm open to answering any questions, and I deeply appreciate your comments about the show. So send me your email, rick at IRLoneStar.com. Well, we've got some business events coming up here in the Montgomery County area, and one in particular that's near and dear to my heart and involves community involvement, community service. We've got a a Pulitzer Prize-nominated author going to speak to us on February 28th, and that'll take place at the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce offices at 505 West Davis. And I encourage you to go to the website for the chamber. It's real simple, conroe.org, and register for this free event. Uh, Mr. Hank Moore, the author of Nonprofit Legends, it's a wonderful book about participation in the community and why nonprofits are so, so important to our business and our entire community. I think it's worth coming out to listen. If you have a heart for nonprofits, you volunteer, you've connected your business, as I encourage my clients to the nonprofit community. But that's on February 28th from noon to one o'clock, the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, register conroe.org. Well, the weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and businesses throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve their business, and to hear from some of our own local business leaders on how they have found success right here in Montgomery County. Also need to remind you as we get started before we start with these two gentlemen that you can find a copy of the podcast on YouTube as well. We have a YouTube channel, The Weekly Business Hour, and if you want to take a look at the video as well as the audio, then I encourage you to check out YouTube. We've got a history of postings there. You can look at previous shows, and the new show for each week, again, is posted on Wednesdays of each week. Well, let's get this show started, get things on the road, as my dad used to love to say. We've got some great business guests here. Adam Sable, the owner of Redemption Roofing. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. And then Matt Cooper, the general manager. Glad to have you, Matt. Likewise. Well, gentlemen, the roofing business now, that covers a broad spectrum. Adam, why don't you tell us exactly what Redemption Roofing does? Well, first and foremost, obviously, we're a roofing contractor. Um, about... I'd say 75% of our business is is insurance-based from hail, windstorms. Uh, we're not storm chasers. We stay in the area. Um, we've, we've built our name here, so we don't, we don't have to chase storms all over the state. Um, but we're also a general contractor. Most of the general contracting we do is because of a hailstorm or a windstorm. It's created leaks or you know, damaged wood floors, damaged chimneys, stuff like that. Um, but but we have we have subcontractors that go through and we'll we'll do the repairs as as necessary. Now, how did you decide to get into the general contracting business? I mean, it's you're in the construction business, right? You fix or build roofs. Do you do new roofs? Yeah, we do new construction. So you're in the construction, but yeah. why the general contracting business? Well, I mean that that all comes from when you when you deal with an insurance claim. There, there's more to it than just a roof, right? When when someone has roof damage, typically they have other damage created as well, or from hail, windows are broken, window beating damaged. Um, so we just saw the need that, I mean, why farm that out to someone else when we can do it all for a homeowner? The homeowner's happy. 
Everything runs through us. If they have an issue down the road, they call us. They don't have to call 15 different subcontractors. And and we still have some homeowners that only want us to do the roof, and and they'd rather deal with the rest of it, and we'll help them through it. We'll, we we even actually will give them our trades, our, our subcontractors, so that they can do that and do it at a you know at the right price. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. And you basically, so I'm clear, you're doing repair-type contracting. You're not building new homes or doing additions Co- or things like that. Correct. From the general contracting side, yeah, we're doing repairs. Um, r- Roof-wise, we do do new, some new construction. Well, let me ask you, Matt. You're out there, general manager. You're covering a large spectrum of building repairs. What kind of challenge is that? The biggest challenge is really just <clears throat> knowing all the different things going on on the job site. When we have a unusual you know, job come in, where we have to do a lot of additional things that we're just not used to, having to go out, research, find the right contractors, subcontractors for us so that our clients get the correct end product. So basically what you're doing for the client, one of the more important things is you're going through or filtering through all these subcontractors that are out there. And we've all heard the horror stories about Mm -hmm. the fly-by-night, use another term in, in the construction business. So you provide that filtering service based on your experience, et cetera. We get to go out and vet those subcontractors. And then if something goes wrong, all they have to do is call us and then we get to deal with it. So it's on in our best interest to make sure that we find the right people. Yeah, well, That makes a lot of sense to me. Well, Adam, quite frankly, you've chosen a uh, real competitive industry to be involved in. How did you get into the roofing industry? It's a long story. Uh, there's not time for me to tell the whole story, but the long and short of it is I, I, I worked for a um, one of the package delivery services for, I guess, six or seven years and hurt my back and was kind of stuck, didn't know what I was going to do. And I had a friend that was in the roofing industry and uh, he kept telling me I'd be great at it. And I, I had no clue. I, I'm, I couldn't imagine why I would be good at it. Uh, but I went ahead and I went to work for him and, and I realized very quickly that that he was the typical contractor, roofer. He was not there for the customer. He was there for him. Um, obviously, our goal in any business is to make money. Um, but 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 the the you, you also have to be concerned about the customer, right? You have to put a smile on their face when you're done, uh, make sure everything's taken care of. Anyway, long story short, um, I realized after about a year with him that this was literally a matter of having good trades, which I had, and taking care of the customer and doing the right thing by them. And sometimes that means, you know, e- eating some some money on a job that you, you don't think you did anything wrong, but hey, you know what? We're going to make it right, you know? So um, that was the, the biggest thing. I mean, that's kind of how I, I moved into it. Um, you know, God has blessed us with a, a wonderful company and, and blessed me with wonderful employees. So it's been great. You know, again, the the roofing industry is so competitive. How do you stand out in the business? I mean, roofers just seem Mm -hmm. to be all around. And the fact that you do a job and you may not come back for 10 or 20 years, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a a real challenging industry. How do you stand out in the crowd? Well, our our motto is to love, to serve, and to care. Um, And and we just put that, you know, we, we... just grind it into every single employee that, you know, this, this is it. You got to love these people. You got to care for them. And when we hire people, that's my main goal hiring somebody is their heart. Do they, do they care about people? Do they care about the people here, the employees? Um, so that's, that's the biggest thing. If, if everyone knows that if they're happy when you're done, they talk about you, they talk to their neighbors, they talk to their friends. 
So obviously that that that's our number one goal is to get people talking about us. And and hey, look, Redemption Roofing did a great job. They had some challenges here, but it ended up perfect. Or sometimes some of our biggest, um, you know, the biggest mouths out there that have talked about us the most have been people that we've had issues. That there's been issues. We broke a water pipe in the house and flooded the house, and we we fixed it. We fixed everything. And he has sung our praises for years. We get we probably got 25 to 30 roofs we've done because of him. So uh, I think just doing the right thing. Three years later, I still know his name. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, and and I think you make a great point. I hope folks listening pick it up because you can choose where you're going to compete in the market, but to compete by doing a good job and building a reputation, which takes time. But once you're there, you're there because there's so many others out there Correct. that are just not going to get there. And, and one of the other things, I don't mean to interrupt you, but one of the other things, too, is is our biggest thing is we really want to, uh, we're going to put the, the high-quality high roof on. We're not going to be the cheapest. We never are, never have been. Uh, but we're going to do it right. Matt, especially in the last uh, last year or so, has really taken it, uh, you know, and started to do a lot of uh, studying on the different ventilations on the roof and make sure it's ventilated properly. Probably nine out of 10 roofs we deal with homeowners. If we're competing with somebody else, the other contractor is not ventilating properly. Uh, that's, a, that's a big issue on a roof. That shortens the lifespan of a roof if it's not ventilated properly. Yeah, it makes so. a lot of sense. And, and then you make an excellent point from a technical point of view. Well, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, we're already to our first break for the day. We're going to take a break and we come back. I hope you'll stay with us because we're going to continue this discussion with Adam and Matt about how to build a company based on your reputation. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. This is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and your host for the Weekly Business Hour. We're in the studio this morning talking to local business owner Adam Sable and his general manager, Matt Cooper, their company, Redemption Roofing. Went to the break, gentlemen, and we were talking about roofing and building your reputation. And, you know, Adam, you made a great point. And when I say a great point, I, I happen to believe in the approach you've taken uh, in marketing and building your business built on your reputation. 
One of the things I think that's interesting when you're in the residential roofing business uh, is typically the consumer uh, doesn't have a lot of knowledge about the roof. What you, you mentioned ventilation before we went to the break. They don't really understand, uh, which to me makes them a challenging prospect for you and what you're trying to do. How do you build trust? That uh, That is tough. I'm going to let Matt answer this question. He, he deals with the homeowners on a daily basis. I don't as much anymore as we've grown, but uh, it, it's definitely a challenge. For me, that trust really comes from education side. So I know that the homeowners don't always know exactly what to look for when they're looking to get a new roof and what to look for in the products and materials. So we've gone... I've gone probably a little bit overboard on making sure that our proposals include a lot of that information so that they can see some of the differences and some explanations on why we do some things that we do. So that, you know, that, that why component is really what makes the difference on that. And them understanding that we're really trying to educate them on the process helps build the trust coming back our direction because if they don't go with me, you know, it's not going to hurt my feelings. You know, it's a, it's a decision that they have to make. I just want them to be able to make the best decision for them. Let me ask you to take a little bit of a step further. And I think Adam kind of touched on a little bit in our last segment. A lot of times people are looking for the cheapest price. I mean, I've heard that in business all my life. I don't care what business you're mm-hmm. in. But again, I would think in your business, like some in your general industry of construction, whatnot, it's pretty typical. How do you get somebody from going, I've got to have the cheapest to someone who's buying something that makes sense, that has real value in it? A lot of it is just building the value about what you're doing. You know, it's once you go through and show them the differences, if they want to go cheap and they want to, you know, cut corners, they're going to go cheap and they're going to cut corners and they're going to use someone else. You know, when it comes down to, you know, my guys in a, in a home with a home, homeowner going over their products, going over the materials, going over why we do some things. At the end of the day, the price is what it is because of everything that we're doing for them. So it's really just about building value from the step one. Our initial inspection, you know, I want the guys to take 30, 40, 50 photos of the average house during that inspection. And it's going to take a lot more than just five minutes to do that. So, and it's very thorough and it's all about professionalism. And you know, when you get a professional, the professionals usually do cost a little bit more up front than the amateurs. But, you know, which one is most value in the end? You know, one of the things I've happened to have the experience of having two residential roofs put on, plus a new roof when I built a home, but the, and, and in both cases, all cases, plus I had a lot of experience in the commercial business years and years ago with flat roofs. But the whole concept is you turn a crew loose on a roof, a roof. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of places people can cut corners or not do things. And since I dealt in a commercial with so much water damage issues, knowing, understanding how water has a mind of its own, from my perspective, mm-hmm. it goes wherever. The ability to put that roof on and not cut a half an inch or an inch here or there that allows for that penetration, that aggravation, and potentially that damage. How do you manage a crew to make sure they consistently do what they need to do? Well, for us, we've had our, our, our number one crew has been with us since day one. Um, and, and the mentality in the roofing industry with crews is to bring them on, and when they start causing issues, you dump them, right? They're, they're not family. What I built with our crews is a family. That that's Our whole atmosphere at the company is family, and especially with the crew because I want them to have ownership. 
So when there is an issue, I want them, which there are sometimes, the, you, you just can't help it. I want them to want to go fix it. And that's what we've built. And that's what we have. Um, it, you get in trouble when you just bring somebody on just to get the job done, right? They don't care. They're there. They're there to get a paycheck. And, and my hope is with all my employees, all our crews, all our subcontractors, that they, they care about redemption. They care about the customer and they care about doing the right thing. So, and, and that it's worked for us. It's an interesting formula, and I think uh, it's one, again, in your industry that really can set you apart based on, again, my limited experience. And uh, and I've known some good roofers in my life, residential and commercial. We also go back and quality check after the job's done and make sure that the we go over and check to make sure that things were done the way they're supposed to be done. And when we catch things that were done wrong, and that happens, we fix it right then and there, whether or not the homeowner would have ever noticed that in the first place. Yeah, and I think that's an important aspect, particularly when you're doing a service, which I call it a service. And it, the fact that your eye is obviously educated and you know what to look for, and I'm not going to know that. Well, let me ask you, uh, kind of switch gears here with the time we have remaining. Uh, Adam, how do you measure success for yourself in your business? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> obviously everyone wants to make money, right? I mean, that that's part of it. Um, I, I hate to keep saying this, but if, if the customer leaves with a smile, leaves us a good review, we're happy. That's what we want. We have to make money. We have to pay our bills. You know, I, I have to be able to support my, my employees, my subs. But the number one thing is I want my employees, the customers, I want people happy. I don't know why that that's been, I don't know if that's been bred in me from my parents, uh, what that came from, but I enjoy people being happy and smiling and, and, and giving compliments. Hey, I love to see on Facebook or, you know, other, other social media, Hey, redemption did a great job. Use redemption. It, it, it almost brings tear to my eyes to, to see that. How important do you really think, and you brought up something social media is in, in your business. Well, a lot of businesses today where yeah. a bad review can really, create an issue, whereas good reviews, I think, do a lot of good. Yeah, it, it's tough because it. You, there are some homeowners that are just tough to please. Uh, are, but we love working for those homeowners because we end up pleasing them. But it takes, all it takes is one negative. And I, I don't know the, I don't remember the number, but I think one, ne, you know, one negative review goes out to 20 people and someone's happy with you, it goes out to a couple people, right? So it's, um, it, it's hard, but the social media aspect is, is, it's a great way, though, for us to get our name out there, and we're very active in social media. And I think that's another big thing. I think we got some of these uh, companies around here that have been around for a while, and they just don't—they don't do any sort of marketing, especially social social media. That's a—that's uh, where most of our marketing has gone now. Let me ask you this: We're in Montgomery <clears throat> County. Why is that a good place for you to be in business today? Uh, the growth—that's uh, part of it. Number one, it's where I live. So that, that, okay. that, that's the first part, but it, it's also the growth and, and we work other areas too, but, um, you know, our, our primary area is M Montgomery County. Um, and, 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 you know, great people up here, it's still a little bit, uh, a little bit country. So I, I like that. That's, that's kind of me too. Um, so it's not the rat race that is, you yeah. know, downtown Houston. And I lived in downtown Houston for a couple of years and, Loved it because we're close to everything, but being out here, you know, in the woodlands now, you know, it's just a, a little bit slower way of life, and 
you know, it's so you can get to enjoy your time. Well, your time with your clients too, I hope. Let me ask you, you know, it was funny. We were talking prior to the show uh, with you guys about technology and the impact on your business or your industry particularly. What's been the impact? Well, I'm going to start with this one. First and <laughs> foremost, my GM sitting next to me drives me crazy with this technology stuff. Okay. I, I, I love technology, but there is so much out there now that you have to filter through to get the right thing. Um, to, but when you find it, it makes your job a lot easier. It makes it easier to follow up with your clients, it makes it easier to get, get it out there so that people see you. Um, it makes it easier to, we, we have a, uh, 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 an app that we use now, um, called company cam that allows us to share every picture that's ever taken at the house whether i take it my crew takes it anyone who takes it it sh you can share it with the homeowner so we're and it's immediate so if, if we're having an issue uh, we can have one of our crews take a picture and we immediately are able to pull it up and see it look at it and and figure out the situation mm -hmm. um but it is a challenge. It's a challenge to filter through, and it's all you know. It all it's all expensive. Nothing, none of it's cheap. So it's it's a challenge to filter through and find what's going to work. You know, one of the main things, and I'm I'm intrigued. This this uh, company cam thing is kind of interesting because the homeowner, you well, it, you know, it's not working or it's broken or it's leaking, but you know, have they fixed it? And if you send me a picture that shows mm -hmm. for the repair, I like that. But what I find, and in fact, I'm going to talk a little bit today about it, so to kind of preempt that, but. Buying the technology itself and going through, as you say, filtering it and evaluating it and see if it works with your business is one cost, but then the cost of training implementation the cam to get everybody to understand how it works. How do you deal with that cost? I mean, do you, do you evaluate it or you just buy that technology and hope it works? And I love the smile you've well, got on your face. Adam. The smile is the smile is because I have a bunch of millennials selling for me, working for me, and they all know how to work it, and I have no clue. So a lot of times they're teaching me. I'm not having to teach anybody. So uh, or, or Matt, who who we we call our our resident nerd. You know he loves this technology and, and studying this stuff. But they're having to teach me how to use it. Um, so it, we really don't. The biggest issue I would say is getting them to use it all the time. It's just got to be a habit. It's like anything else. You just got to do it all, every time. And if you forget or you don't use it a couple times, you forget and you quit using it. So that's been the biggest challenge. Is just staying on it do it every time you go to the job site then once it's ingrained in you it's just it's you do it. it's not an issue yeah. that consistency it's is consistent. so important yeah. well guys believe it or not we have run out of time i deeply appreciate both of you. you've got a wonderful perspectives on business and the roofing business if people want to get in touch with you adam what's the best way for them to do that well you can get us on our website at redemptionroofing.com or call us at the office at 936-321-3733 What's that number again? 936-321-3733. Thank you again, gentlemen, for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we come back. Got a very special guest, Mr. Sales, as I call him. Mark Miller is going to come in and talk to us about building a sales team, starting with that first hire. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. 
Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the host for the Weekly Business Hour. Thank you for staying with us. At this point, we're going to go to the expert corner shortly, but I wanted to remind you that a podcast of today's show will appear on Wednesday. You can find it at the Weekly Business Hour page on Facebook, as well as the Weekly Business Hour channel on YouTube and a number of other social media sites. So if you miss something, you want to re-listen, there's always that podcast to refer back to. Also want to thank our show sponsor again, Allegra HR, Lisa McCroy, and her folks at Allegra. They can help you on anything HR. You're not too small and you're not too big. These folks do a great job. They have representatives literally around the world to help you with your HR issues. I encourage you, go to AllegraHR.com. Well, we have one of my favorite folks in the world, quite frankly, a guy that really understands his expertise, and that's sales and sales management. Mark Miller, who I call Mr. Sales, is with us today to talk about sales management. Welcome, Mark. Wow, thanks, Rick. Well, I had to give you some kind of great entry there. I mean, seriously, you <laughs> you really, really do, Mark, understand the sales business. I can't oversell that, right? Ho, ho. But uh, let's talk about sales management today, which sales management to me starts when I hire that first salesperson. Uh, I'm a small business, and I got to do it. And I've had clients tell me that is one of the most difficult things they've done in building their business is to hire that first salesperson. What's your take on that? Well, absolutely. That's that's the hardest hire I think folks have to make. Just just to prove a point, you want to play a little game with me, Rick? Sure, we'll you remember do the $25,000 pyramid where you have partners, one person can see a word, and they use a series of words to get their partner to say it. So let's pretend it's umbrella. They might say rain, uh, droplets, handle, whatever, to get them to say umbrella. You get the game? You got it. Okay, so let's put salesman up there and tell me what one word clues you would give me to get me to say salesman. Um, challenging. <laughs> sales. I yes. can't say sales though, can it? It's in the name. Boy, I've, I've got to. That's right. I got to back well, up. Most people say words. I put you on the spot. Not most people say words like liar, um, sleazy. <laughs> used car and i'm from west virginia so that's one word i'll let that one pass oh okay they, 
<laughs> they say words like that. And so now here you are, you've got your business and it's your favorite thing in the world. Almost, you know, it's, it's, you built it and now you're ready to, to build it even further. And now you're going to hire a sea, sleazy liar to help you. So people don't know how to do that. They have no idea what a salesman really is. So Wait. they think, well, I'll hire somebody with a good personality or, Hey, um, this young man or young lady uh, went to school with my son or daughter, and they like each other, so I'll hire them. I mean, it's it's bizarre <laughs> what you hear, Rick, about how people hire the first first salespeople. Just just let me say candidly, please don't do any of that. All right, um, it's incumbent on the hiring owner to decide exactly what they want this person to do. And you know, Rick, they they kind of come in two broad classes. There's somebody that has a great idea, um, you know, better mousetrap. They built it and their, their sole belief is that people will come buy this product or service because it's the best available. We have uniform service techs. We only hire certified folks. Why wouldn't people come and get our stuff? Right. The other one is the person had a great idea. And this guy could sell ice cream to Eskimos. He can sell anything to anybody, greatest salesman. And now he's got to hire somebody to help him, right? So there's kind of two different problems. How am I doing so far? Well, I think you absolutely are profiling a lot of people. And to step back to what you said before, because I deal with business owners just like you do uh, that bring you right. in to help them through this process. Uh, it's such, you know, I start from such a negative place because of my opinion, I'm talking about as a business owner, of what a salesperson is. And like you say, I'm going to right. turn over to a certain degree, the future growth of my business to this person who I don't think a lot of, even though I've never met them, <laughs> I'm actually going to pay them to, to be who they are, who I don't like to begin with. My gosh, what a negative situation. Yeah. So, you know, how do you even begin to solve that problem? Right. And, you know, let's, let's, you know, there's kind of two approaches. So let's, Let's start with, you know, probably the hardest one, and that is the owner who is the salesperson, right? And they go sell every day. And I think the hardest thing to get those folks to understand is no matter who they hire, they won't sell the same way that they do, right? And you, you shouldn't expect that. You, you know, it's like the, you can't hire mini-me, if you will. There isn't one out there. So you're going to have to hire someone and you're going to have to give them some pretty strict guidelines, expectations, that sort of thing. But keep in mind, they're not going to do it the way you do it. You know, I, I hired my first sales guy when I was covering New York city, the way I covered New York city was I got up early, beat the traffic, had breakfast with somebody and then left by, by three or four. The way the guy that I hired did it was he waited till 10, beat the traffic, stayed until 6 or 7, had a cocktail with someone, and came home. Now, two different ways of doing the same thing, which is right and which is wrong. I don't know. But they both accomplished the same thing. Now, if I was say, look, you got to get there early, you got to do it my way, it would have never worked. Right? So he did it his way and was quite successful. You know, I think you make a great point is the, I guess the first step I see in this conversation this morning is I, as the owner, have got to have an adjustment in my thinking. I, maybe I need to go see a psychiatrist or psychologist uh, 
that, I, that at least take a step back and take a breath. And in, in my case, I encourage people put it down on paper, put a job description, expectations down, uh, and then perhaps oh. find find someone like you to work with me or go to a mentor or someone and say, look, this is what I'm thinking. Is this right? Chances are it probably isn't 100%, but you got to really be prepared to do this. Uh, particularly, I think, if you're already the chief salesman, like you mentioned, that's that's got to be hard to give up your baby or a little bit of your baby to, uh, to achieve the growth you need. Exactly. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's just like your kid. You love your kid like no one else does. There, there are individuals in your child's life that, that like them and nurture them, and but nobody loves them like you do. And same with your business. You've been selling your baby. Nobody's going to love it quite as much as you do. Okay, they'll they'll help you, they'll nurture it, they'll grow it, but they're not going to love it like you do. So I think that's the first thing that folks have to understand. Now, what about the other type of, uh, generally, the other type of individual uh, owner who goes to hire? What about them? Okay, well, this, unfortunately, this becomes, okay, um, you know, we need some more business or uh, all of our referral business, you know, is not, coming in enough to get us to where we want to do. So we're going to have to, I guess, we're going to have to hire, has to hire, right? Someone to help us grow the business. And and already bad idea, right? Because they've gotten to wherever they are through referrals, um, uh, word of mouth, whatever. And now they're going to have to pay for the next level. And Generally, those folks have no idea either what to pay, how to pay, because selling is is completely alien to them, absolutely alien. They've been more or less obtaining business through their reputation. Great. That's a good way to build a business, have a great reputation. But now you have to do something else. So those folks probably need you know, some understanding of exactly what a salesperson is going to do. And I think... Um, if you're, if you're of that type, it's a great time to get a mentor, you know, uh, talk to a silver Fox, talk to someone and, and get some very, very clear, um, goals and objectives set down because, you know, it, it, those folks may not even know what a cold call is, how many cold calls someone should make, how many appointments they should have, how many, how many, how many appointments gonna, is it going to take to close something? They, they don't know any of that. Right, so we got to we got to sort of pry it out of them to get started with, and knowing that whoever they hire is going to be, chances are completely different in personality than they are. You know, you make an excellent that, point in the fact that that personality or that person, that type of person that's hiring, has really no conception. Uh, they think they they might think they do because they they're an entrepreneur, right? They they've started a business. Right. They they know how to sweat. They know how to work late. Uh, they know how to push. They know how to make it happen. But when it comes to sales, I think the biggest piece of advice you've given, and I would give the same thing, is they need to seek someone to guide them through this process. Someone like yourself, someone like a silver fox, someone who has experience in sales that they can bring alongside them to mentor them as in, it, it, through this process. Because I have seen it time and time again with clients that they really mess up this first step because they have no concept, really. And bless their hearts, they're smart people, don't misunderstand. But the sales oh, no, no, thing I... is just a little bit different. But it's so important to the business that they've got to well, get it right. 
you know, it's, it's, you don't know what you don't know. Right. I mean, and so you, you got to learn it, right. Not everybody knows everything. You know? So, you know, there's, there's things we know, we know there's things we know, we don't know, but then there's a lot of things we don't know. We don't know. And hiring the salesman is probably in that bucket. Yeah. So I a hundred percent agree with you. Well, Mark, believe it or not, we've run out of time uh, today. Oh, no. Uh, well, and, and let me tell you, this is such an important area based on my personal experience of owning businesses, of hiring people, working with people like you to bring in and make the process better, easier, and more successful. If people want to reach out to you and talk about their situation, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, they can, um, they can email me at mark at markmiller.com. Dot co co so you can email me there or they can call me on my cell phone 713-256-9099 well mark again i can't thank you enough for taking time to share the the deep experience you have with us and i encourage any listener to this that if you really are in that part of your business where you're hiring the first or even the second third or or to sales management reach out to someone like mark miller he really knows what he's doing i've referred him into clients does a great job so mark thank you again Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to our final break of the day. And when we come back, uh, I'm going to offer you my Silver Fox tip of the week. Uh, Communications, a key to your business success. Kind of an obvious topic, but there's a lot of ins and outs. And I hope I can share some advice with you that will help you in your business today. resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and your host for the Weekly Business Hour. Well, we've come to the final segment of today's show. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. Uh, we've had some really, I think, interesting conversations. Uh, that have information hopefully you can use in your business even today. And for our final talk, uh, thought for the day, I'd like to talk about communications, um, a key to your business success. Uh, This probably goes without saying for a lot of us, and they say, okay, what are we talking about? I'm really talking about communications, your business, kind of start from the beginning. And I published a blog this last week under my Common Sense Experience blog, Rick's blog, 
that talked a little bit about some of the things that go into communication. Uh, obviously, we start with verbal communication. Uh, you know, the idea that we've got to be able to communicate with our employees verbally. Uh, if you can't do a good job at that as an owner or manager, uh, then you need to go back to school. You need to reach out and get some education, some information, uh, perhaps bring a mentor like myself alongside to work with you in that area. Uh, there are people that still struggle with verbal communication. Uh, frustration sets in between you, the employee, both of you typically are frustrated, but work on those verbal communication skills literally every day. I mean, that's just a basic uh, need to build a successful business. Uh, I'd mentioned in my blog an article uh, that was published in the Wall Street Journal recently about we never fully appreciate our employees until we take their perspective. And it's kind of like that old adage, you don't know what they're going through unless you walk in their shoes. And a lot of times we have an employer on one side, employee on the other, and we really don't know what the other side is thinking, what's important to them. We know we've got a job to get do. We've got a communication that needs to take place. But effective communication, verbal communication is only that first step. I'm talking primarily, though, today about building your communication system in your company. Obviously, it starts with verbal. We've got to have that one down. But I'm talking about how you communicate within the company, how you communicate with your customers, how you communicate with your vendors. Uh, we talked about in the first segment today, our, our guest, uh, Mr. Sable, uh, Adam Sable, was talking about how the, you know, this new technology comes into play, and they use an app in their business. Uh, to communicate with the homeowner and within the company and how it's kind of frustrated him a little bit, but he sees the value, so he keeps pushing it till it becomes a consistent part of what they're doing. And these are the kind of things I'm talking about. I mean, you start verbal, you've got a phone system, you've got cell phones. Uh, some of you may use texting in your business. Uh, we have other things we do. We have written communication. Yeah, those are still around, uh, but there's a lot of ways to communicate with people that are part of our business being employees, customers, and vendors. And I encourage you to re-examine your system to see how this flows back and forth. Uh, I'm a, a big believer in sitting down with a clean sheet of paper and just do a simple diagram. I mean, order comes in, it happens, this is what happens, this, you know, you don't have to detail it out, but look at the flow. And then you stop and look and say, is there somewhere this is getting held up? Uh, you know, when someone calls in sick, what happens to it? I mean, all the general communications that take place uh, when you place an order, how does that work? Uh, so many times I've seen uh, folks I've worked with, business owners that I've worked with, they have a vendor and they really like the vendor as far as the quality and whatnot, but the service is just sorry. Deliveries are late. And I always take the opportunity and say, well, why do you put up with that? Have you tried to change it? Uh, because sometimes it's just a matter of moving to a different way or mode of, of communication. Uh, vendors should always be communicating back to customers the status of their orders. Uh, to me, that's a given in today's world. If you're a vendor and you're providing on a business-to-business -business basis, you've just got to do that. You don't have a choice, in my opinion, in today's world. Once you have an inventory and a diagram and, and a list of all the tools, the cell phone, the phone, uh, the smartphones, whatever you use in your business, the computer, then you can go about evaluating your system. And I'm going to suggest to you that if you haven't upgraded in some area in the last six to 12 months, technology has probably moved past you. And the key thing here to remember is your competitors. If you want to be competitive, your competitors are adopting this. Yes, some of them 
are, are messing it up. They're not doing it well. But the guy who gets it down, the individual, the company that does it right, is the one that's going to have the edge in this case. Second thing I encourage you to do is really evaluate that training component. We talked about it a little bit earlier when we talked with Adam Sable and Redemption Roofing, but you've got to be sure you build an adequate training depending on the type of technology. Make sure everybody, whether it's a customer or a vendor or basically your employees, know how to use any type of communications that you put in. Every employee needs to know how to use it. And the third and fine, final consideration, in my opinion, uh, and it goes without saying, is that you possibly need to bring in a consultant. Don't hesitate. If you need help, bring someone in or find a really good vendor who can provide you with the assistance you need. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of today's show. I encourage you to put a note on your calendar to join us again right here next Monday at IRLoneStar.com at 11 a.m. And remember, you too can sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. All you need to do, send me an email, rick at IRLoneStar.com. I'll send you some information. It's easy, it's fairly inexpensive, and I deeply appreciate my sponsors. Don't forget, podcast published on Wednesdays, be available on Facebook, YouTube, and a number of other social media sites. I can't say enough to thank you for joining us today. Stay in touch with what's happening in Montgomery County right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.